Valtrex. <laughs> Woo! I'm already on that. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hour is back on the air. My name is Darian. I'm back for another week of horror bullshit. My main man Jason Harrell is in the house. What it do? What it do? What's going on, Big J? Oh, just clawing my way to the end of a career. I know you're doing well by okay. calling in today. <laughs> <laughs> like crawling or clawing your way? You mean actually staying at home on your couch as much as I can? I love that about you. Four, Forty days remain. Yeah, we're getting there, dude. Getting there. We're getting there. We're gonna have a big party. When the final day comes, we don't need retirement to do that. No, but we still we now we have a reason, Jason. <laughs> we do. We never needed one, but we might as well. <laughs> right on, dude. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, not a lot's been going on with me other than uh, watching the crazy antics of you running and running and running and running. I've had a very eventful weekend, sir. Uh, Reno Tahoe Odyssey came and went. I can see the regret still in your eyes. Oh, fuck. Why do I keep doing this to myself, man? <laughs> you know? Uh, I can't ever... Like, it's three days after. I'm like, that was fun. I had a great time. Let's go ahead and sign me up for next year. While I'm doing it, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, the, the two days immediately following, I'm like, basically... Look like I've had chemotherapy. Yeah. You know, I'm just dead and miserable and sore and dehydrated and malnourished and sleep deprived. And uh, I'm just a terrible person to be around because all of those things make me very cranky, hmm. Jason. Yeah. All of them. Okay. And you put them all together and it makes me a right fuck face. Now, just to confirm, you pay to run. I do. Okay. And a fairly hefty sum at that. Yeah. We're talking in the uh, upwards of three hundred dollars. Wow! And that does not include uh, gas, motel, uh, various snacks and shit you got to bring for all. It's a whole ass thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's a whole ass thing. And Do they at least give you sweet swag? Uh, I got a T-shirt. <laughs> well worth the three hundred bucks. One quote unquote free beer <laughs> <laughs> at the end. Uh, I got a medal. Uh, some of the dudes got stickers. I didn't get one this year. You didn't get a sticker? No. Hmm. I didn't run one of the more... You gotta run one of the more difficult legs to oh, get a okay. sticker. I've already got all the stickers, so... Uh, but yeah, that's that's that's, that's, is that that's what, the experience. Is that what those white stickers are on the back of... Of my Jeep, A yes. bunch of crazy people's cars? Yep. I ran leg whatever. Okay. I ran leg whatever. Now, to the, to the untrained eye, that doesn't mean shit, but... I know leg four is a hard one, so sure. I got that one. Leg so you can identify your own. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a miserable experience. <laughs> but we co-commiserate. It's like trauma bonding. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But now my, my running posse is like my second family. You know, you could just sit around the house and 
kick each other in the balls. <laughs> it would be a lot, a lot cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> a lot cheaper. And we could do it in an afternoon. We yeah. would have to stretch it out over 36 hours. It's all good, man. I, Of course I'm going to do it again. Of I can't course. Not. I'm trying to get into the circle of fame, as they call it. Hmm. So it's it's a 178-mile relay. So it's broken up into 36 legs. Each it's a team of 12, each person runs three legs. So if you run all 36 legs, you get into their circle of fame. Uh, I'm This year will put me at exactly halfway there. Hmm. So I've got six more years of this crap. Wow. Yeah. That's a, a ways, that's a ways to go. That's a commitment. <laughs> You'll be quite elderly by the time you I, well, That's why I'm doing all the circle. hard ones now, Jason. You know, So <laughs> when it comes time to do the easy ones, I can limp my way through it. Yeah, or just roll your wheelchair. That too. I'll do that. Yeah. Somebody can roll me down the hill. <laughs> You're already heading downhill. I know it, man. God damn it. I got some more exciting. Just, as I was in my recovery phrase from this, uh, it turns out my old friend comes into town. You may remember a guy by the name of Ron Martin from the Resurrection of Zombie 7 podcast. No. Okay. Well, he, <laughs> he was in town, and I hooked up nice. with him. We had a couple of drinks. Mainly just got hammered and argued about horror movies. Yeah, but you know I suck at remembering names. Yeah, you're terrible. Yeah. You're, you have the memory of... Uh, Who are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool seeing him in person. Yeah, that's you cool. Know, we went out and had some nachos. Now, and, did he uh, run? Did he? No, no, no. He's, he's, he's just in town. He's here for... I'm not going to... I'm not going to comment on his physique or athletic ability, but I will say he's in town for a bowling tournament. Gotcha. You understand what I'm telling you? I'm picking up what you're putting down. (laughs) He ain't running nowhere. (laughs) Right on, man. That's the extent of my weekend. I'm still exhausted, and uh, I'm going to probably pass out as soon as you leave my house tonight. So we got that going for us. It's well earned, my friend. Well, thank you very much, Jason. You know what else we got going on? Horror news. Oh, that too did you say herpes yes <laughs> well i mean it's not something i wanted to advertise but yes as a matter of fact how about some horror news you maniac do it <laughs> horror news yes sir what do you got jay Trailer should be up for Sympathy for the Devil, starring Nicolas Cage and Joel Kinnaman. Hmm. Uh, looks like uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be playing the devil. Okay. Uh, it's act- it's going to come to theaters and on demand July 28th, hmm. uh, but the trailer should be up to date. <clears throat> so here's the, the first problem I have with that. Okay. Uh, the title. I feel like somebody said... That Rolling Stones song hasn't been used in a movie in about 14 minutes. Let's just make the movie around the song. It's, it's Nicolas in, Cage. It's a really good song, but my goodness. They, is it in everything? It is in every single goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we just call the movie that, and then we'll just use the shit out of that, I think is what we went for. I wonder if they'll actually use it in the movie. It'd they be funny if they better. only used it for the title. Or if they use a different Rolling Stones song. <laughs> there's, there's another one. Uh, Resident Evil Death Island, releasing on Blu-ray and digital July 25th. Ooh. This is an animated movie. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I guess it came to theaters only in Japan. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and it looks very... It was released in Japan. Okay. Did you ever watch any of those animated Resident Evil movies? One, a while ago. They are very... you got to be some kind of a fan doofus yeah. Yeah. to keep up with all these characters and what's doing with that. I'm not into it myself. Yeah, not me either. 
Uh, Psycho, The Lost Tapes of Ed Gein, docuseries coming to MGM Plus in September. Okay. It's going to be a four-episode true crime docuseries. Uh-huh. Uh, looks like it's going to be coming... Did I say it was going to be September? Yes. Yes. And lastly, the In Search of Darkness crew is releasing a coffee table book. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's like actually that. like... It's like 90 bucks for this thing. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, the first 1,000 pre-orders uh, get their name in the book. Cool. Yeah, it's $85. Um, set to come out sometime next year. Right on. Um, yeah, I'll probably pick that up. Uh, I would like. You know what I would like is just a coffee table book full of 80s horror movie box art. You know, just yeah. something you just flip through. If that's what they're giving me, you can sign me up right now. Yeah, it's supposed to feature over 200 films. Um, it'll be a limited edition, numbered, uh, glo- just says glossy pages. Okay. You'd gloss them yourself, though, we, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all I, All that I see that it says for now. I'm in. I'm into it. And that's all I got. Right on. Uh, I got some good news. Okay. Terrifier 3 has officially been greenlit. Nice. I'm into it. I hope they bring What's-Her-Name back there. Yeah. Laura Lavera or whatever. I'm, I'm sure they will. They freaking well better. Uh, no plot details or anything yet other than it is actually going to happen. King of Screen, Stephen King documentary, gets a summer release on, in select theaters and VOD. It's time for a round of Do You Give a Shit? Jason Harrell. No, do. I do not, Wink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you have it. Um, I'll probably check it out. You know, I'm not, I, I don't want, I, he's, uh, if he's a very talented writer, he creates these, Giant, sweeping, interlocking universes. I love them. I love it all. Well, most of it. There's some that are kind of silly. But uh, I don't really care about his high school girlfriend. You know? And if that's what we're going to get into, I don't he's know. So, oh, he's just so douchey. <laughs> like, his personality is so douchey. He's a bit of a wet paper towel, yeah. from what I gather, you know? I would not want to hang out with that guy. I probably would... Uh, just to say that I did it. Maybe to make fun of his lazy eye. He does have a lazy eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not an attractive man. Let's be no. honest. Uh, right on. I'll probably check it out one way or the other. <laughs> hey, do you remember a movie on Netflix called Bird Box? Yeah. Sequel hmm. coming at us. Bird Box Barcelona. It's going to take place at the exact same time as the Sandra Bullock Bird Box. Okay. Um, interesting concept. I feel like it is a slightly dumber version of uh, Quiet Place. Yeah. Except you can't look at them. Yeah. Quiet Place, you can't make any noise. I agree. Um, I, I'm interested. I'll check it out. We need Birdemic Box. Birdemic Box. Yeah. There you have it. You can't. You don't want to look at it. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> so just put it in a closet. Forget it's there. Uh, what else we got here? Hocus Pocus 3. Woo! Also confirmed by Disney+. Plus. I still haven't seen the second one. It was fine. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah. I know Sarah enjoyed it. Good for her. Uh, what else we got here? New expansion for Mixtape Massacre coming at us. Nice. Uh, time Warp. Hmm. So you, I guess you get to go back in time and kill people. Or is it going to be Rocky Horror Picture time Show kind of... Quite possibly. Themed. Now you got to get in drag yeah. to play the game. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I don't remember paying for that. That is all we have on the listener or the uh, horror news, amigo. You ready for some listener mail? Yes, sir. Let's get it on. I wonder what's been done to my picture this week. 
listener mail. Yes, sir. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff. Why don't we start things off with some emails. Are you ready for a blast from the past? I am. Are you ready to hear from your old co-host? Oh, boy. Irma Gersh. Nice. Irma Gersh in the house. In the his house. Subject line, well, well, well. Listen up, goddammit. Been binging some past episodes when, lo and behold, we came across the Velociraptor. He put Velociraptor. I think he meant Velocipastor yeah. episode. Um, I don't know. It just that's all you wanted to say, I guess. Oh, that's it. Uh, now three on a meat hook. Meat hook. Top three horror comedies. I don't remember doing that, but okay. Uh, huge problem here, folks. How in the actual fuck was blood on the highway not mentioned? Oh my god! Goddamn anyone. I forgot about his undying love, love for, that for that damn that movie. Piece of shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, my co-host and myself are absolutely befuddled by this. More importantly, we're very surprised that it didn't make your list of all people, Darian. Nonetheless, albeit super late, here's our top three. Number one, Blood on the Highway. Tough to choose between this and our number two pick. I'm writing this goddamn thing so I get to make the call. Number two, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I'll give you that. Number three, Stitches. Have you ever seen Stitches? No. Uh, Irish, if I'm not mistaken. Uh... Clown comes back from the dead, mm-hmm. kills a bunch of uh, teenagers at a party. It's it's got some chuckles. Sounds like a real stitch. It's, yeah, it's some funny stuff. Uh, yeah, a, this this meat hook actually was uh, April the fourth. Oh wow! Okay, he's he went way back on us. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Irma Gersh. Honorable mention: Dead Snow and or Dead Snow Two. Very nice. GP would be very disappointed over the whole blood on the highway thing. Shame, shame, shame. Any hoodles, keep up the great work, folks. Hugs and kisses, Gersh and fuckface. Smooches. Love you, Irma Gersh and fuckface. Let's see who's up next here. Let's get over to Sydney, Australia. Here comes team. G'day, mate. Subject line, do you want a party? Do you want What's up, you bunch of sex demons? Hope everyone is present this week with no drama or sickness or deaths or anything. Let's start with the meat hook. Top three parties. Dude, this one is easy. I'm just going to pick up from my favorite films of all time. Number three, Jaws. The beach party at the start. It's a mellow bonfire party with drugs, I'm sure, and girls who want a skinny dip. That chick at the beginning of Jaws. Banging body. You don't really get to see it, but you get to see enough to know that it's there because the boobs are flapping while Mm -hmm. she's running down the beach. Yep. Uh, Quietly under... I don't know who the hell she was, but... She does not eat a lot of donuts. Great acting. I mean, totally. For the four and a half <laughs> minutes she's in it. Uh, number two, the Lost Boys. Rockers around the fire who listen to Aerosmith and get attacked by vampires. They look like they were having fun before being bitten in the skull. <laughs> yeah, right before they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one guy with the skinhead, he got, uh, I don't know, they opened him up like a cantaloupe, which is kind of weird. <laughs> number one, Trick or Treat, the Halloween Parade. I would give anything to attend this town's Halloween parade. I'm sure there was slutty girls and drinks galore. That's the thing that pisses me off. About I love trick or treat. We're going to do it in a couple weeks here. But nowhere, anywhere that I've ever been has a Halloween block party rager like that. I need to find it. I need to go to it. It looked awesome. It did look awesome. And that guy was about to get down after the party if, you know, the kid with the the burlap bag hadn't Mm -hmm. showed up. Uh, Even with the porno on. (laughs) 
which is something. <laughs> that's, some, that's something to write home about. Terra Dome, not sure if it's starting this week, but I did vote on the Padded Room website, so just in case, put me down for Rawhead Rex. Rose the Hat can't do shit to this heavy metal monster. <laughs> <laughs> the Dare, I know I've seen this, but I cannot remember a thing about it, so that says a, a lot. That's a fair assessment, I'd say, but we'll get more into that. That's it for me, guys. Much love. Oh, before I go, on this week's episode of Dummies for Horror, we are doing Birdemic versus Troll 2, and it reminded me of the mountain lion noise that Darian makes. <laughs> Dude, that noise you made made me piss myself laugh every time. I think you should say it every episode. Please do it now. Are we pretty much <laughs> Much love to you all, Tim. Now that is a a battle. That is the dumbest. I mean, there is no bigger battle than that one. I mean, <clears throat> which one? Which one do you think is worse or better? <laughs> That's the real question. Yeah, I wonder what angle they're going to take with it. I think I, if I had to watch one of those two, I think I would pick Troll Two. Yeah. Because it's not as heavy. It, do, it doesn't take itself that fucking seriously, you know? Yeah. You got the kid pissing on the, the cupcakes. It's just it's just good. It's family fun, Jason. I'll be tuning in. I will, too. Uh, let's see what we got on the voicemail front here, you maniacs. Well, we got one voicemail this week, Jason. It's our main man in Alabama. Alan's in the house. Alan. Added room, what's up? What's up, Alan? comes through all right. So far, uh, so Mr. Good. Darian, are you don't go in the house? You bet your I think sweet you ass did I did that one previously. I um, might have. It's either don't go in the house or don't go in the basement. I've seen it. Same um, thing. Anyway, um, Rapist with a Meat Hook, party movies. Yeah, buddy. Night of the Demons. What about uh, That's a pro- yeah. the Italian Demons? The, uh, well, and. I don't know, man. Return of the Living Dead. Uh, sure. Put those together any way you want them. Okay. They're all some neat hooks. They are. Anyway, um, didn't really watch any comedy this week. Didn't really feel like it. Watched a bunch of like, comedies, trying to find something tonight to watch on Tubi. Okay. Anyway, hope everybody's doing well. Talk to you all later. Bye. All right, Alan. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I found my movie. Jason. I know. The one with the, the <clears throat> scene that I was trying to fucking track down. Mm-hmm. I only had to watch about 400 different cheapo I knew you'd get there. But I fucking nailed it. I got it, Jason. Drilled it in. And it was well worth it. It was. Fucking thing's only about six minutes long. But that's all right. <laughs> right on, Alan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlighten you with something to check out on Tubi later on in the show here. Uh, in the meantime, my friend, that's all we got on the listener mail. You got anything for Irma Gersh, Alan, or Tim? Thanks for calling, writing, all that good stuff. I should also mention, ladies and gentlemen, that the Terra Dome votes are already pouring in over at PaddedRoomPodcast.com. They are. Um, we're not. I'm going to announce the fight tonight, so we're probably going to do a quick meat hook after the break, and then we'll jump right into this year's Terra Dome. Nice. Daddy-o. About time. About time. I'm ready. I'm fired up. I still am not much of a writer, but I did it anyway, <laughs> so there's that. In the meantime, my friend, you ready to get into a movie? Boy, am I ever. Raw Dog Rex, (laughs) coming at your gay butthole. What I saw wasn't human. Oh, my God. He was very tall. 
What's more, it saw me. This thing. Rawhead Rex, Jason yeah, Harrell. Yeah, boy. Whoa, Daddy. Are you ready for what could be the silliest heavy metal monster you've ever seen in your fucking life? I sure am. You know the guy that got kicked out of Guar? Yeah. You do now. This is the guy. This is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rawhead Rex, you maniacs. 5.2 stars on IMDb. Uh, written by Clive Barker, directed by George Pavlo. Stars David Dukes, Kelly Piper, and Hugh O'Connor. This one's got an R rating. Uh, I got one set of boobs, plenty of blood, and some fairly gratuitous explosions and such. Um, I'll say it's worth an R rating. I got a kill count of about 12, but there's a big massacre scene, and I lost track of all the dead cops. So, we'll get more into that as the movie goes on. Yes, indeed. Um, well, uh, I guess we'll, <laughs> I guess we'll just <laughs> jump right in, man. We're going to start off with an American uh, family driving through the Irish countryside. Uh, they are the dad is some kind of a, a writer, and he's writing a book on Catholic churches that have been erected over pagan um, sacred sites. Very niche market. Very niche, and I don't even know if I'm doing that justice. I could be completely off base here. Yeah, it's close enough. That's what I got. That's the, the gist of what I think I picked up on for that. Uh, he's headed to this rural, this very small town in Ireland, which uh, it, I would love to go to Ireland, but it looks so fucking depressing, man. <laughs> right? Maybe that's why I'm drawn to it. Yeah? You just yeah. want to go there and be depressed. Like, I think I'll finally found people more miserable than me. That's right. People that really want to do nothing <laughs> all day long. Uh, it's just so drab. I mean, I get it. You, you have, like, the sprawling hills and... You know, the Irish countryside, very pretty for about five minutes. And then after that, it's just cold and rainy and bleh. I love it. Okay, good for you. It looks like a soap commercial to me, but that's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, he, they're driving to this small town because the dad wants to uh, check out the church there because it was erected on a pagan uh, sacred site. And he's got to get. A, he wants to take some pictures of the church. He's already uh, had some correspondence with the priest there. He has agreed to let this guy see his um, parish records, uh, which apparently has some historic value. So as they're driving to the town, they pass one of the farms in which three guys are trying to pull a big pillar out of the ground. That thing was never in the way before. I know. You just noticed it. I mean, you you. Clearly plowed around it. It's 12 feet tall. I guess he finally got fed Sick up with having it. to circle around I it. I get that. It pissed me off, too. But still, <laughs> it appears to be a 12-foot obelisk that appears to be made out of solid concrete. Uh, it's got all kinds of fun carvings on it, like from the days of yore. Uh, looks like something out of a Dungeons & Dragons game. It did. <laughs> which is fine. Uh, they're out there breaking their backs trying to pull this thing up. Um, 
they got it hooked up to the uh, the piece of shit Mitsubishi truck. That's not really doing it. Uh, eventually, two of the guys are like, Ah, Seamus, you're on your own, don't you know? I'm out of here. So they take <laughs> off, and they leave the poor guy that, uh, I guess, lives on this farm to do it himself. Uh, wouldn't you know, all you got to do is get a stick underneath it. Yeah, and you're good. Pop the thing right out of there. Mm-hmm. You also need a corresponding thunderstorm to show up. Because that's what's really going to get that, that soil loose around the obelisk. So that's what happens. Um, a big thunderstorm comes rolling in. This guy's so pissed off at the obelisk. He's screaming and punching and kicking it. Uh, he gets like a, uh, I don't know, maybe a car jack or something down under it. And he's trying to wrench it out. And then I think it got struck by lightning. Does that sound right? Or, or it, all I know is it was electrified. I don't know if by the thunder and lightning or if just from superpowers. Okay. Or just because. Special yeah, effects. Just because special effects. <laughs> uh, basically, a lot of, uh, you know, thunder and lightning and stuff. And then the guy goes, ah, and he falls down. And then the obelisk explodes and out pops Rawhead Rex. How best would you describe Rawhead Rex, Jason? A mohawked mm-hmm. uh, Hulk beast, uh, half pig. Half, Half Randy Savage. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Actually, more Ultimate Warrior. Okay. I'll go half pig, half Ultimate Warrior. Okay. I was going to say if a horse had raped a heavy metal lead singer okay, uh, and the offspring came out pre-addicted to methamphetamine, mm, okay. you would have raw head reps. Gotcha. Uh, this thing is a <laughs> just a real treat, I would say. Um I don't know what Clive Barker had in mind for this monster. I've read the story. It's in the Books of Blood, but I don't remember. It's been a long time, and I don't remember his description of it. Um, but I'm 90% sure this is not what he had in mind at all. This uh, thing basically But, but looks, didn't he do the screenplay? He did, but like budgetarily, he had no control over the monster itself or the aesthetic of it. Okay. Uh, let's sidestep here for okay. a second. Sure. Money and visuals aside, mm-hmm. is this still even a good story? Um, it's it, pretty lacking. If you read the story that it's that it's adapted from, mm-hmm. it's basically this. Okay, so it's it's written in the Clive Barker style, but he wrote the screenplay, right? So I'm I don't care about the story okay. that he wrote. All right. I care about the screenplay. The screenplay. The thing that produced this film. It is a monster on a rampage in a small town. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. I mean... So it was one one page long. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I probably just read you the screenplay. Monster on a rampage, <laughs> rural Ireland. Figure right. the rest out. The rest was all impro- improvised. This thing did not look good. It did not... Um, His boots are terrible. The boots? Why is he wearing boots? Uh, why is he wearing half of the how, shit he's wearing? How does he have teased hair? Can he close his mouth? I don't think he can. I think his, no, his teeth are too big. Um, I don't know. He's got all kinds of fun superpowers, though. That's fun. That's pretty cool. I like the visuals of his red eyes. Yeah, and he can hypnotize you and make you one of his uh, slaves by doing that. <laughs> Only if he pisses on you. Yeah, well, you got to pee on him first. You got to <laughs> mark your territory. Uh, so out comes the monster okay now we're just going to put that on the side burner there for a minute because we've got to we got to get into some family drama here jason mm-hmm. uh our american family is has touched down there at the uh the small irish village 
Uh, Dad makes his approach to the church, gets in there, starts looking around, immediately gets accosted by the side priest. I don't know what (laughs) his... The, the side priest. The priest henchman, mm-hmm. I think is what his, his name is Declan, and he's a real fuckface. Um, I guess I would be too. You know what I mean? Irish, the I- Irish people take their Catholicism very seriously. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room for humor or uh, smiling or really anything other than uh, feeling guilty and borderline alcoholism i would Again, say sign me up i mean ireland you know, sounds delightful it's just a just a <laughs> wonderland jason <laughs> so declan is being a kind of a dick to the dad hey why don't you go find the real priest i'm sure whatever because i don't want you poking around here you fucking outsider uh so he's like fine god don't be a dick uh goes and finds the real priest real priest is like yeah don't worry about declan he just you know uh he's just an angry person and you know he's nobody's pious enough for him as if you ask him so the dad kind of gets settled in uh problem the real priest uh cannot find the parish records damn it what the fuck happened to him he's like what are the odds hang out for a couple of days get yourself a room and we will i'm gonna see what i can do Uh, there's a reliquary underneath the the church and he's gonna get down there and start looking around for stuff very cool while Dad is looking around in the church, he notices some of the stained glass windows. They look like Danzig metal art covers, <laughs> they right? Do, like yeah. album covers from a Danzig yeah. album. Um, one of them's got what is clearly Rawhead Rex getting stepped on <laughs> yeah. by a guy uh, holding something up in the air. You can't really make out what it is. An electric guitar. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was Danzig, <laughs> man. Danzig knows how to handle Rawhead Rex. Uh, so that's kind of fun, and we we already know where this is going, so we can put the pieces together. Um, from there, they get checked into the the inn, which sits right above the pub. Did you catch the name of the pub? I did, but I can't remember what the it was. The Tall Man. That's right. That's it's right. the Tall Man. Yeah, that's a pretty cool name for a pub. It was. If I was going to open a horror themed bar. I mean, the go-to would probably be the slaughtered Slaughter lamb, lamb right. but I think I would want to call it um, the Nostromo. Hmm. That's a good one. But then I'd feel like I'd be locked into like a sci-fi theme if I called it that. I don't know. I'd have to put some more thought into it. You keep thinking about it. I'm going to do I that. I can see the wheels are in motion. They are already in motion, and now I'm going to flip them in this reverse. This will be for your porno theater slash bar that you want to Which was open. a great idea, by the way. <laughs> Once I get rid of the glory holes, we'll be up and running. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so they, now we get some family drama. Uh, the mom doesn't really want to be there. She's all pissed off. And for some reason, she's like getting all dolled up just to go to bed. Did you notice that? No. She's got her nightgown on. Everybody's getting ready for bed. And all of a sudden, she's like teasing her hair and putting makeup on. I was too busy. No- oh, that's when she was putting on the lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of lipsticks for, for just bedtime. Just to go to bed. Yeah. I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, what a very inconsistent relationship yeah. they can go from jokey loving to her just being, being a, a bitch, bitch yeah yeah she like went, a monstrous bitch i get it i would probably be a little snatchy too if my wife were dragging me around to all these boring ass small towns in dreary old ireland you know i can only stay drunk for so long at a certain point, I'm going to want either a blowjob. I've job. witnessed it. You're true. You're right. You know, yeah. I'm going to want a blowjob or like a nice BLT. 
Or maybe both. One or the other. You want to get on my good side, you give me both. <laughs> a BJT. PJLT. Uh, anyway, it's kind of weird. And now she's making a big stink about she wants to go home. Uh, kids are kind of being dickheads, too. There's a little boy and a little girl. They're both bored out of their mind. Of course they are. It's a small town in Ireland. There's nothing to do. Uh, regardless, the dad wants to hang out for a couple of days and see if he can get his hands on these uh, parish records. Okay. Now it's time to cut to rawhead time. Ooh, boy. Uh, we get we start off kind of in Michael Myers territory, or I guess more Evil Dead territory, with just a camera whipping around this little village uh, shanty shack area. Um, kind of, you know, I get what I'm supposed to be from Rawhead's point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a young couple that, that this whole town is basically a loose connection of trailers shanties caravans caravans uh, sorry <laughs> lean twos um couple of quonset huts uh and like one bar that sits right in the middle of it that has a couple of rooms they have above. more vehicles than they have homes weird vehicles too is it like half truck things <laughs> where do you even buy something like that you know like a weird uh, kind of jalopy kind of a deal. The same with a, lot you get those caravans. I guess so, man. They got some weird vehicles in Ireland. I do it for a caravan. <laughs> Pedowinkle blue. <laughs> uh, so, okay. There's a young couple that lives in this weird kind of trash compound. <laughs> I am sorry. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, it looks like five yard sales were happening at the same time. And then... Two of the per- the people that ran the yard sales got into a fight, and now there's just shit everywhere. <laughs> Jeez, you're describing like my, my dream come true. I, I am sorry. <laughs> Ireland is calling your name, Jason Carroll. <laughs> Perpetual yard sales and trailer parks. I bet it rains on every single fucking Thursday, and it's just going to soak the whole shit. Uh, regardless, here comes Rawhead. He's like running around. Uh, the guy that lives there, his girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever, is pregnant. Uh, Rawhead comes in, basically trashes the place, kills the guy uh, using his razor claws, because Rawhead has razor claws, uh, and then... Uh, retractable. Got, well, by retractable, like an eighth of an inch out <laughs> yeah. and back in. A very minuscule <laughs> I amount. I mean, I don't know what the point of pulling him back in is. Rawhead really hates flour, too. He doesn't like flour. He does not like condiments, He doesn't like kitchens. He, does, he despises fucking kitchens. He does. He goes in there, he kills the guy out in the, out in the weird mud puddle in front of the house, uh, chases the, the pregnant young lady all up and down and through and really trashes this place. Um, we're, at first, we're led to believe that he's going to kill the pregnant young lady, but then instead he does like a, like a, I don't know, like a jazz hand thing over her pregnant belly, and yeah. then from there we, we cut to, you know, somewhere else. Somewhere to, else. Yeah. Uh couple hours later, one of the neighbors comes by, sees the place is trash, goes upstairs, finds the, the pregnant young lady still alive, but in a weird catatonic state. Can't find the husband anywhere, but there's blood all over the place. Cops get called. We get to meet the cops that, I guess, police this uh, area, and they're going to do an investigation. They can't talk to the young lady because she's completely catatonic, and she's just, like, cackling like a mad woman. Um, trying to find out what happened to the dad. Now, at this point, we're going to cut to the neighborhood trailer park, which is like five trailers uh, loosely parked in the same patch of woods. And one of these trailers is apparently the makeout spot. 
So we've got a young man and his girlfriend trying to get down in one of these trailers. Kid brother is there. They're supposed to be watching him. Um, He's... What, 18 inches away? Yeah. I mean, these trailers are tiny, dude. <laughs> they are. You're not having sex with nobody in those things. Uh, naturally, they do the responsible thing and say, hey, let's go fuck out in the woods away from uh, the kid brother here. They get out there. They get moseying around. Now we're going to cut back to Rawhead, who apparently is dragging this dead uh, boyfriend just all about the town. He's putting some miles on this guy. Um <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of this was, but he hangs him up, like upside down, and then leaves him there. And then our horny couple happens upon the dead guy hanging upside down from the tree. Oh, shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. They go running back. Uh, the boyfriend gets his hand cut off. And then the girl makes it back carrying the boyfriend's severed hand. Like, oh, come on. We got to go. And then she makes it back to the trailer park where the trailer park posse is now riled up. Oh, there's something in the woods. We got to get out there. That's a terrible Irish accent. I apologize. Uh, I will say that that's going to be our rap group name, though. Trailer Park Posse. Sure. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, But this isn't like a real, this is like a bunch of old men, uh, a lot of tweed sweaters, which I believe you are issued once you, <laughs> once you set get down in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Here's your tweed sweater, you young man. It's like getting a lay in, in Hawaii. Yeah, no, you get tweed and, uh, I don't know, probably... Some whiskey. Yeah, there's got to be something, you know, some kind of booze that they hand you. But uh, they get all their shotguns and stuff together, and now they're, like, having a little powwow inside one of the trailers. Like, what do we do? Do we call the cops? Rawhead comes out and starts attacking the trailers. And he's putting a pretty good ass kicking on these. He's knocking them over. Naturally, one chick gets pulled out of the roof and her top comes off as she's getting pulled out of the roof. Well done. Thank you for including some boobies. Um, Kills like five or six guys while that's happening. Now, our American family is uh, checked in for the night and they're trying to get some sleep. But they see all the cop cars going towards the trailer park. So dad is like, well... I'm an American. I better go put my face where it doesn't belong. Let me just go investigate my, myself. So he goes running out there. Uh, the cops are like, hey, buddy, you're an outsider in this village. We're going to hold you for questioning. So why don't you just come down to the station with us? The police station, by the way, about the size of my bathroom. That was a Twice t- the size of the caravans. Uh, yeah, easily. I don't know how you fit a desk in that place. And people are just bumping into each other. There's like 15 guys trying to get in and out of there. It's stupid. Get, get Build some buildings, Ireland. You know? You got wood and trees and stuff. Plenty of room over there, from what I gather. Anyway, uh, Dad goes in there and he's like, Hey, you know, I've been thinking about these uh, pagan sites, and I think maybe something's out here running around killing people and stuff. And the cops are like, Oh, you're crazy Americans. You think you know everything. This isn't some kind of superstitious thing. This is some lunatic with a some fucking claw mechanism or something i don't know <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this ourselves dad's like okay all right no problem goes back to his uh pub hotel uh wakes up the next morning he's like you know what all right let's get the fuck out of here this is getting too weird so he packs the kids up and the the kind of hot and cold mom and puts them in the uh bizarre little mini coop car and they take off down the irish countryside They get about 20 minutes outside of town, and the daughter has to pee. Now, I'm all for peeing on the side of the road. I've done it many times. You get out, you find the first bush, and you pee on it. Instead, they want to, like, hoist her over a wall onto somebody's property. 
take off like a quarter mile down the road to the first bush and then pee on that one. You see that one very described bush That's way over right. there? <laughs> Look about two clicks off to the horizon. Uh, they, they do that. Um, the dad goes with him, with the daughter. Uh, dad's like poking around. Okay, here you go. He's got to do that. She's peeing. She finds a dead rabbit and screams, which of course causes mom to freak out. So now mom and dad creep through the wall to go get the daughter. And that's when Rawhead pops out and grabs the son. Now, Dad sees the commotion going on back at the car, so he runs up to the to the gate of this property, or whatever it is, and doesn't really make an attempt to stop Rawhead. He just gets to the gate and does a, no! And then you, just, you don't really see what happened to the kid. You just see Rawhead's yeah. big, stupid horse head come up from behind the car, and now there's blood all over it, and he's like, Rawhead! <laughs> oh Wilbur <laughs> Oh Rawhead I'm sorry I killed your son <laughs> uh, And then the dad find, Like Rawhead takes off The dad finally manages to pull himself together Enough to get to where the kid was And all you see is like a bloody comic book In one shoe Yeah. So we have to assume that the kid is dead Because we're never going to see him again for the rest of the movie I really thought that that I I didn't think they'd kill him off. Um, uh, well, I, I figured he'd resurface it. Yeah, later, hanging from a tree or some still, barely alive sacrificial chamber that. But the rawhead no, no, looks like he uh, he died. He killed the kid. So good for you. At least we. At least he didn't pull any punches there, Clive. Good for you. Uh, so now dad is all pissed off. He goes, they go hauling ass back to the town. And now dad's getting in all the cops faces. What are you going to do about my son? I told you this fucking thing was loose and blah, blah, blah. Okay. No, just take it easy there, Mr. American. Um, dad finally goes back to the church and he's like, look, I know what I saw. And now he's looking at the stained glass windows, recognizing Rawhead that is now the thing that he saw on the windows is the horse head face that killed his son. So he's like, ah, that's the fucking thing that killed my son i need to get into the uh, reliquary and look at the, the parish records and get to the bottom of this now while all this was going on declan the dickhead priest at some point just put his hand on the altar there at the church which gave off like a sudden red glow mm-hmm. and basically turned declan into rawhead's crazy ass minion yep he was all in he just went all in i think what we're supposed Took to off his collar and everything he said to hell with this shit but i'm still gonna hang around the church because yes. i got nowhere else to go in this <laughs> shitty town uh but he's now like rawhead's faithful minion and i think what we're supposed to understand is that in that weird flash of red screen he got all of the knowledge that raw of what Rawhead was and where he came from all just suddenly downloaded to him, and now he's on Team Rawhead and no more Team Jesus. So good for you, Declan, you fucking traitor. Yeah, way to stand your ground with yeah. your faith there, buddy. All we need to do is flash a red light at you, and you're, you're, <laughs> oh, you're, you're all in. You're all in on whatever we're up to. Uh, so now he was a dickhead before. Now he's like a full-on psycho, and he's basically just running around throwing shit around the a church. A lot of cackling. Crazy. Crazy fucking guy. Reminded me of uh, the, the, the psycho from uh, the old dark house. The cousin that they kept locked up in the room. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't want him to light the house on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, he's running around like a maniac. Dad gets over there. Uh, Declan, like, smashes a bunch of his recording equipment. And then Dad's like, you know what? I'm going to kick your ass. 
some other time though and then he walks off and he gets down to the reliquary where the real priest is there waiting for him he's like hey this is the stuff i still can't find the parish records but here's what i did find he's got like a uh i guess it's some kind of an idol like a stone carving i thought it looked like a big vagina it's like it kind of looked like a bowling pin with a vagina cut into it i thought he pulled that out of the I thought that was Oh, that's later. right. That was in the People's, altar. Yes. Yeah, because when you find out, and this is where Declan got his sudden download, you put your hand on that thing. When you take the cloth off it, you realize it's all carved. It's like this an ornate altar, I think, too, raw head, right? It's got like... Yeah, I didn't see anything specific on it. It just looked like it's just kind of an ornate piece sure. of furniture to okay. me. It looked, sure. It looked like a trunk. Okay. Well, I guess you can pray on it or whatever you want to do. Uh, opens it up and there's this weird vagina bowling pin looking thing. Yeah. So it did kind of have a uh, what looked like a vagina on it though. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Dad's there and he starts looking. He recognizes that as the thing that the guy in the stained glass window was holding when he was stepping on raw head. Not an electric guitar. Not an electric guitar actually. Bowling pin vagina. Yes. That's the item you want. I'm sure Glenn Danzig has a bowling pin vagina somewhere in his palatial estate. Uh, Dad's like, well, I got this fucking thing. Now I'm ready to do battle with Rawhead. Uh, Rawhead shows up, pees all over Declan. Not sure why we needed that. I, I think because later on, or at some point, uh, there there is a sentence where the uh, Declan tells the guy, he's like, he wants to baptize you. Yeah. So I consider that like the, the worst baptism ever. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. It was a mighty stream. He's well hydrated. Yeah, <laughs> he must have found himself a keg of beer or something because he was hanging and he was having a hell of a time to go with your horse face thing. He was pissing like a racehorse. He was. He's not a racehorse though. He's more of a Clydesdale, I think. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he uh, unloads all over Declan. Declan's having a great time getting peed on. By the way, he's like, "Yeah, give it to me, Daddy!" Woohoo! Uh, dad sees that and he's like, ah, shit. Uh, Rawhead gets in. He starts chasing dad around the church. <clears throat> now I should mention that before this, there was a weird encounter out in the woods while the cops were looking for, uh, the kid. The, the main police captain was out there looking and Rawhead grabbed him and gave him the two red eyes, like staring at him. And then, and then he just let the captain go. But after that, the captain was like, he's now also on Team Rawhead. Mm -hmm. So we're back at the church. Rawhead is chasing Dad around. Dad can't figure out how to use the bowling pin vagina, so he's just like, hey, get out of here. I'll fucking... (laughs) Just just look at this I'm going to hoist this in the air. You don't want me stepping on you while I hold this, because look at that window. Remember the window? Yeah. You don't want that, so fuck off. Rawhead doesn't give a shit. He's kicking the crap out of Dad. He's smashing the church all up. Uh, While that's going on, luckily, the... Real police show up and surround the church. They're thinking, okay, we got the we got the the horse demon in there. As soon as he comes out of there, we're going to unload on his ass and put him back in in the underneath the ob- obelisk thing or whatever it was. Uh, big fight. Uh, the real priest gets like thrown through a wall and smashes into a, a tombstone out in the the cemetery. Um, cops have the place surrounded. Rawhead comes out. Uh, just before the cops are about to unload on him, the crazy police captain goes and empties a bunch of gas canisters 
on the hill so that the gas rolls underneath all the police vehicles and then lights them up, causing a massive explosion and basically uh, spit roasts all the cops that were on the firing line. Boy, the visuals for this thing. I know. A lot of... Uh, <laughs> you could see like all the fire retardant gear on yeah, their hands yeah. and their face and of stuff. Of course. And uh, the police captain, the one that went crazy over Rawhead, goes running through the flames. And he's like, oh, for you! Oh, for you! And you can see, like, he's got a helmet on to protect him from the flames. <laughs> but that's fine. They did put a wig on top of the helmet. Yeah, so. it was all good. Yeah, it's, you know, points for effort. Uh, all the cops in the whole town are now dead and uh, or grievously injured to the point where they're useless. Uh, Dad still has the bowling pin. He's running through the cemetery. Rawhead's chasing him. Apparently, he wants the bowling pin also. Uh, uh, the ass-kicking of the dad continues as uh, he's being thrown about and slashed at, and the retractable fingernails come out, and they claw at him some more. Uh, eventually, Mom rolls up on the scene, and just before Dad is about to get his final beatdown, she grabs the bowling pin vagina and hoists it in the air, and then we get a laser light show. And then all these laser bolts. It's like a scene out of Xanadu with Olivia Newton-John. Oh, sure. That is a deep dive right there, my friend. (laughs) You went all the way back to 1982. Uh, And then Rawhead starts spinning around and like, uh, you know, I assume he's screaming in pain. He's just making more horse noises, really. And then he falls down and like the ground underneath him collapses into a crypt underneath and then a bunch of debris falls on top of the crypt. Including the vagina. Including the vagina. You throw that in there also. Because apparently he can't get out uh, if the vagina is on top of him, I think. I'm sure there's some kind of phallic uh, representation that's supposed to be going on here. I can't say for sure. I'm not smart enough to figure that stuff out. Um, and that's pretty much the end of Rawhead Rex. We cut to a couple of days later. The kid, the cockblocker kid from the trailer park is paying respects to his dead brother who was just trying to get his dick sucked out in the woods. And in uh, classic carry fashion, the, the horse head pops out of the ground at the last second. So terrible. <laughs> That's the end of your movie there. Jason. Yeah, I think it actually was a vagina on the bowling pin because he did say it had it to, to be, be a woman. woman. Yeah, so I think there is some actual, not just me being a pervo, but right. there was some kind of imagery or phallic uh, representation there. Yeah. Uh, there you have it. What do you think of Rawhead Rex, big guy? It's not very good. It's not. But there, there was this one insanely laughable scene where Rawhead is just, just, trotting his ass into the woods Mm -hmm. and his mask was like slipped back a little bit so it looked like he's just staring at the moon the whole time he's just galloping through through the forest yeah and the fact that the mouth had no mechanics to it whatsoever uh the the costuming ridiculous those fucking terrible boots um i mean other than the eyes i mean the hair what is up with the hair? It's very 1986. It's very, uh, you know. And, um, and if this if this creature goes back to, like, apparently pre-Catholic days. Yeah. Why would he be wearing boots? Why would he be named Rawhead? I, that's what never kind explained. of ridiculous name is that? I don't know. And even if it's Rawhead, why Rawhead Rex? I don't think Rex. I don't Re- even think they mentioned Rex. I was going to say, I don't think Rex is ever mentioned in the movie. Um, it's... Not good. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's worth watching once 
just because I, dude, I have seen between posters and uh, Blu-rays and steelbooks, I have seen the visual. Yeah, thousands of times. Sure, never seen the movie. Now I can now can say box. I've done it, <laughs> never to be done again. I'm really glad I didn't get a good deal on the steelbook. I went ahead and picked up the Blu-ray. I see it laying there. <laughs> there it is. Um, it's it, to, at this point. Is it good? Is it a good movie? No. Is it uh, scary? Absolutely not. Um, is it? To, I would call it a fun movie to watch, just because of the over-the-top ridiculousness of the monster. Yeah, you're basically looking at an NAA or um, I almost said NAACP, <laughs> uh, NCAA mascot. Yeah, you know he could be running up and down the sidelines of a football. Yeah, he game. really could. Um, it's ridiculous, man. And there, that, like that scene you mentioned of where the mask was slowly. There's other scenes where he's chasing the pregnant lady around, and the head is wobbling back and forth because yeah. it's not situated correctly. Not at all. It's just ridiculous, buddy. <laughs> but I think that's. I'm not going to say it's a good movie. I'm going to say it's worth checking out just because of the ridiculous creature effects. Um, Honestly, I could do. I could. I could be just fine with the visuals. Sure. I really could. I, I really feel that where this whole movie is lacking is this story is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I really think they could have fleshed this out a lot better. Um, for the, per, I, I remember next to nothing of the story other than that I did in fact read it. Um, I, I know it has a lot to do with Catholicism and fucking deities that were left that were trampled over by Catholicism by Christianity really as it swept through uh northern Europe but I don't I don't think that uh anything I mean this once this fucking thing gets loose from underneath its obelisk it basically sets about raping the entire town Mm. you know it's gonna kill everybody it's gonna fuck and piss all over everything that you (laughs) it's just there it's just chaos incarnate is what it is and it's there to wreck everything. Um, trying to like contain it or encapsulate it or find like negotiate it back into the ground or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. It, it's a very uh, crisis-driven story, so there's not a lot of time for character development or anything like that. You've got the atomic bomb. It just went off. We're, I don't care if you're cheating on your wife or not. We have to... Unring that bell somehow. Right. It's silly. It's a silly fucking movie, inmates. Um, it's not terrible. It, I would say just what it's. It's not a good movie, but it is almost comedic with its fucking monster. Yeah. I would say that's the that's the best way that I can put it. It really. I mean, his attire is just completely metal. <laughs> totally, totally, man. If he actually did have a guitar. There would be groupies lined up around the block. Absolutely. You know, and you know he's got a big dick, too. With that piss stream. Fucking A. Fuck yeah. He's going to knock over a fucking lamppost. Horse dick. (laughs) Raw dick Rex. Raw raw dick Rex, your asshole. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, Jason, let's take us a little break here, shall we? We shall. To escape, da, 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 da. they got me. 
what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we are back jason harrell yep whoa daddy i tell you what though my friend tell me i would not want to run afoul of rawhead rex no no you can fuck some shit up. He can. Uh, ridiculousness of the creature effects withstanding. Like, if I had a, a better, like a CGI version of Rawhead Rex, I don't want to run afoul of that guy. No way. I don't know. Not very intimidating. You don't think so? <laughs> Even with the big horse teeth? Who am I kidding? I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous monsters, you ready to get into this week's meat hook, my friend? You bet. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Top three most ridiculous monsters in a horror movie. Jason, there's a lot of criteria that this could meet. Yeah. Stupid movies. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Monsters that just have no purpose at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumb-looking monsters. Mm-hmm. Monsters that are there um, seemingly for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. You tell me. Hit me with number three when you're ready. My number three. And you're right. There's a lot of different criteria that could hit this meat hook. Sure. My number three, the werewolf from Silver Bullet. Okay. Because... It's there are way dumber looking creatures out there. <laughs> okay. But the fact that this is dumb looking and it's supposed to be a werewolf and a probably reasonably budgeted movie mm-hmm. where everything else is kind of fun. Yeah. And and pretty pretty damn solid. But that fucking teddy bear is so absurd. Yeah. I just don't know what in the hell everybody was thinking. Yeah. That, Unless that was the intent, and if that was intent, it's twice as offensive. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, that's a pretty. That's the downfall. I feel like of every werewolf movie, it's really hard to show the the wolf or the transformation. You want to because it's pivotal to the story, and you want to be scared of this big beast that's running around. But if you do it wrong, man, you just want to hug this thing. If you do it wrong, I felt the same way about Lon Chaney Jr. I mean, when when he wolfed out, he basically looked like a teddy bear to me with a bad, you know. Right. They had like the pompadour haircut and then like a big beard and ah, get out of here with that, you know. I agree. I agree with you. So that's how it hits my ranking uh, just because to me it's, it's a little offensive. Uh, <laughs> I think they really just could have, they could have done better. Okay. It's like they copped out. Sure. So that's why it's absurd. Okay. Uh, mine is going to be along a similar track. It's a movie from 1953 called The Robot Monster. Okay. Uh, what you have here is an inv- an alien invasion, mm-hmm. and the aliens are guys wearing ape suits that have fish bowls on their heads. Mm, very good. Um, no real. Uh, I the only thing that I could come up with is I guess the director got a deal on ape suits and fish bowls. <laughs> Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's never yeah. explained in the movie why they look like this or where they... They all speak English and are actually very articulate. Like when they're making their threats, your punishment will be worse than you could ever imagine. It's an ape with a fishbowl on You know what I mean? I mean, I get it. It's 1953 and, uh, you know, really you could scare the crap out of the local teeny boppers with uh, a, a scream from behind a closed door. Yeah, you could. Maybe we should keep it behind the closed door. You know, if that's what you're bringing to the table is an ape suit with a uh, a fishbowl, let's maybe do a, a less is more approach. It seemed like the fishbowl head kind of look was very prominent around that time with outer space things. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, your spaceman always had to have like a, a respirator situation. A two antenna, like little antenna. Little antennas that came out yeah. that allowed him to contact somebody. I, I don't know. Uh, that's my number three, man. How about number two? I like it. My number two, The Hungry Beast from Terror Vision. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have seen that one coming. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean that is thing that it, I there I have a fondness I know to this movie. I know you do. Um but that monster is retarded. It, yeah. Completely retarded. 
Um, it's like somebody started sculpting a monster and then it like fell off the shelf and like, we didn't have time to fix it. So we just slapped some eyeballs on there. Put a big eye up here. That's there you go. All right. We're good. Yep. We don't have time to fix it. I'm sorry. All right. I said, I was sorry. Just get it out there. Needs more jello on the mouth. (laughs) Make it more frothy. Uh, mine is, uh, my number two is also very similar. I'm going with Belial from Basket Case. Nice. It's a big wart. It's a wart. You understand that? Yeah. You know, I get it. It uh, it's got a, it took on its own personality. You've seen Basket Case, right? Oh yeah. That ridiculous stop motion animation sequence where he gets out of the basket and wrecks the hotel room. Okay. What was that working at about one frame per second? Yeah. It's like <laughs> beep boop 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 beep beep boop boop pop. You know. And then when you know in the sequels when he starts fucking, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He goes to town. And well, then they throw him in a robot suit. Yeah. And then uh, he's got a bunch of cousins that are also a bunch of weird skin tags or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. Like, <clears throat> half of Belial's power or whatever is that he controls his brother and basically, like, convinces his brother to do terrible things to protect Belial. But Belial's a piece of shit and he's evil and he's got the claws and all that stuff. Really? Somebody just stomp on it. You know, just kick it as hard as you can. Done. Problem solved. That's my number two. How about number one? My number one, Belial from Basket Case. Oh, there you have it, buddy. At first I had Belial as number two. But after looking at a picture of him again, I'm like, this thing is like gray mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's nothing but a blob, a small blob of of mashed potatoes. Pretty much. He's worthless. He's got no fucking skills. No. Uh, he does drive one good robot suit, though. That, yeah. It's as if somebody had started uh, like putting together one of those real sex dolls but left it in the cooker for too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what came What do we do with up. this thing? Well, I'm not I don't know, fuck but it. I'm fucking it. <laughs> I'm not fucking that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I just don't, I don't understand it. The movie is titled Basket Case. Um, if that's what it is, keep it in the fucking basket. That, please, but the, carrying a, keep it in the basket. Ca- carrying around a basket with something growling and snapping at you, that's scary enough, yeah. you know? And give me like a claw that comes out or yep. like some glowing eyes. That's all you need. Don't let it out of the basket. Mm-hmm. Again, less is more, you know? Uh, my number one is a movie from 1961, equally as ridiculous. In hindsight, I now realize this was supposed to be a comedy. It's called Creature from the Haunted Sea. Okay. Um, you basically have a uh, ship that's lost at sea. It kind of rolls into this island area, um, and this creature inhabits it. It basically looks like a giant turd with two <laughs> big googly eyes at yeah. the top of it. Nice. And it kind of – now that I think about it, it kind of looks like Grimace. Or like Sigmund, the sea, the sea monster from uh, – you remember that old – Yeah, the old like, – uh, Weekend – Cartoon. Anna-Barbera. Type of deal. Or, yeah. Or live action. Yeah, but I th- if I remember right, Sigmund had like tentacles. Yeah, he had some tentacles. Yeah, this thing has like um, flippers, I guess. They're more like flippers. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a picture of it for you. Ooh, I'll post boy. this to the... Uh... While you look, pull up that picture, I'll tell you what Sarah has Oh, to yeah, say. I'd love to hear it. Her number three, uh, the whatever you want to call it, from Malignant. Okay, that's pretty silly. She said it was so random and weird, and uh, it definitely was random, and it definitely was weird. Yeah. Her number two, Velocipaster. <laughs> oh, you mean she didn't like the blow-up uh, costume? 
And her number one are all of the birds from Birdemic. Yeah, I get that. Uh, take a gander at this thing, Jason. Oh, wow. That's what's chasing Those you are around. Some googly eyes. The haunted sea right there. Rawr, rawr, rawr. That thing looks like a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a doofus. That is a doofus. And I mean, really, if you push it over, it's not going to be able to get back up. Yeah. So that, that kind of takes care of that. Uh, that's what our meat hook for the week is, inmates. It's m- top three most ridiculous uh, horror movie monsters. Let us know, uh, mail at paddedroompodcast.com, or you just hit the contact link there, or you get us on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. But now, Jason, yep. it is time for us to start oh, the 2023 shit. special one-off Terradome. Are you ready? I'm ready. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional the blackest eyes, the devil's To the Terradome. So we're doing this a little bit different uh, this time, inmates. Uh, the formula is going to be the same. Call in, write in to get your votes. Those votes will count as two votes. Mine, Jason, buddies, our votes will count as one. Or if you don't have time to write or call in, you just want to hit the link, uh, at the Terradome link there at paddedroompodcast.com. It'll take you to the bracket. Any votes made over there are going to count as one vote. And uh, we're going to start it off right now in the Asylum Conference, inmates. As usual, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. It was over. The knot had been undone. The Torrance boy, along with the restless souls of the Overlook, had seen to it. The true knot had cycled out, and she was barely alive. She needed steam, and she needed it fast. She needed pain, despair, anguish. She needed sustenance, and she couldn't get it anywhere in North America, or Danny would be back to finish the job he started. So she fled. Rose is drawn to a small town on the Irish coast. Great waves of steam radiate out from it, as though some terrible tragedy were playing itself out in slow motion. Within the village itself, an ancient evil has awoken. A great beast from before civilization had been unearthed and was awake to take its revenge. In days gone by, it was known as Rawhead, but now it would be known as a conqueror. In singles competition, Jason, we have Rawhead Rex versus Rose the Hat. What do you think? I'm going Rose. I'm going Rose also. Um, 
I like Rawhead Rex. I think he could kill any but any any normal dude, like just any psycho, like mm-hmm. a Frank Zito he could take. Uh you know, uh I don't know. Um He could take out a lot of people. He could. He could. Um but against oh boy, a boy, if she gets super, a hold of that uh, vagina bowling pin, she, she could, she's really going to fuck him up. She is a lady. But more to the point, given her prowess, I think she can get inside his head and like kind of steer him, mm-hmm. and probably steer his ass right back into that hole in the ground and keep him there. That's that's how I would see it playing. Well, she'll out. find steam with him. Oh yeah, coming right off of that piss stream. And if everybody, <laughs> that's not the kind of steam she's looking for, sir. This steam smells like pneumonia. Um, but like with all the damage that he would do around the village, everybody's going to be sad. Mm -hmm. So she's going to get full powered up and then she can really take the fight to him. I think. Yeah. I I think as long as she can get the upper hand on him physically, I think she's, she's set. I agree. That is your Terra Dome match for the weekend mates. It's Rawhead Rex versus Rose the hat. Get us your votes by next week. If you can, in the meantime, we need to tell you what movies we got to watch this week. Jason little segment called, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Yes, sir, Jason Harrell. Last week you gifted me Linnea Quigley's Horror Workout from mm-hmm. 1990. And I sat through all hour and seven minutes of it. And gave yourself a nice, right wristed <laughs> workout. You could, in 1990, easily squeeze one out to this. There yeah. is, I mean, before the op- even before the opening credits, we get a four-minute sequence of Linnea Quigley taking a shower. No. No rhyme or reason. Okay. Just, she's just in the shower, and she is fully sudsed, and just ass and boobs, and, you know, doing the, oh, with the hair. And well, the, you're welcome. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I will say she looks really good in this. Yeah. Good. Um, there is, like, a loose plot line like uh she goes for a jog through a cemetery and then the uh zombies come up and they chase her to a poolside situation is it actually a workout so that's that's what it so then they once all the zombies get her to the poolside thing then they jump into this choreographed workout session okay where she's going to you know cardio vise the zombies somehow um and then it she invites a bunch of friends over and they do a little workout, and then uh, a slasher type of thing shows up and starts mm. killing off the friends. There is a very loose plot line. I love my zombies and leg warmers. There you have it, buddy. But really, all you're getting, that that's about it as far as the workout video. Yeah. Other than that, you're just looking at like probably a good 25 minutes of just clips from her different movies. Oh, okay. You might remember me getting impaled on some deer antlers. And here comes a bunch of clips from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm. I I really thought it was more of a workout video, an instructional, uh, with like where all all the other like cast members would be zombies and shit like that. No. Not no, at all. Not really. <laughs> okay. Um, it's you could tell that this was made with beating off in mind. Okay. So there's a lot of like ass, like her bending over. Yeah. And a lot of her uh, doing the splits. Well, bless her. God bless her for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's something. It's something to see. Uh, I watched that, and then I found my movie. 
the one that I was trying to track down. Yeah. So it's a horror anthology. Uh, the sequence that I was talking about was the one with the uh, corpse that was slowly moving towards the guy during his dinner date with it. Uh, I found it. It's a movie called No Sleep, Fragments of Horror from 2021. Found this one streaming on Tubi. Um, all the, the, the segments are like a minute and a half to two minutes long. Oh, wow. I think the longest one is like 14 minutes. So they packed like 25 of these things in this in this hmm. hour and a half movie. There's actually some pretty good ones in there. Low budget as shit, but uh, a lot of stuff with like FaceTime and um, Zoom, yeah. things like that. Pretty pretty good, all things considered. Nice. Uh, that's all I'm looking at, big guy. What do you I, got? I am just glad you found your movie. Uh, me too, dude. I put some effort into that. Uh, let's see. Since I just finally got the steelbook, had to rewatch Maximum Overdrive. a boy. Uh, Sarah's first viewing of this, uh, Jim, and um, I gotta tell you, this movie is stupid. <laughs> I told you that. But, but again, okay. it, it's one of it's one of the more enjoyable stupid sure. movies out there. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Oh yeah, conceptually, this movie makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Nope. Like I I can get behind the root premise of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But like the end game, what's what's these? What's the vehicle's end game? Well, I think it was to get gas to start with. Okay, and then after that, it was just kill everybody. I guess they thought they would live forever. They so would. They would in, inherit run, the planet. If they would quit circling the wagons, then you would not. You wouldn't waste need so much gas. gas. Yeah. Apparently, it's the only gas station because they're <laughs> backed up for two hundred miles yeah. to go to this place. Yeah. Uh, Certain vehicles and pieces of equipment have mechanics. Sure. They can actually do things. Right. Even the vending machine has some mechanics yeah. to it. A hairdryer has no mechanics. It has no skeletal system. Right. There's no way it can wrap around your neck. That's dumb. Yeah. A lot of it is dumb. It's, I'm not arguing with you. Just a banging ass soundtrack. Though. Sure, ACDC. Lo- lots of laughable moments. I think that the- still give it a five out of ten. It's uh, something that's pleasurable to watch. There's a couple of things that struck me as remarkably dumb, even as a kid watching it. Number one, Emilio getting into that chest bumping thing with the with the Mack truck. Uh, that was dumb. Uh, the part at the end where the Goblin truck sneaks up on everybody. <laughs> i didn't know that was two feet behind oh jesus (laughs) seriously (laughs) um the steamroller which was a pretty cool sequence but the thing was moving at like 75 miles an hour a half mile an hour at most (laughs) my grandmother could get out of the way of that oh i thought it was going balls out like it was way fast the little steamroller thing yeah like flattening the turf and stuff yeah at the oh that thing was hauling balls no dude i challenge you to rewatch i don't think i will but all right (laughs) (laughs) right on what else you got uh let's see we went to the theater we saw the boogeyman what'd you think we really enjoyed it cool and we rank it well i rank it higher than it technically should deserve because it's the same premise that's been done a thousand times Hmm. it's just that the other thousand times have mostly been shit sure so this one wasn't shit in the presentation okay i have no problem with like redoing the same old story yeah that's why i don't i don't mind um reboots and shit like that so i just thought they kind of took a regurgitated premise 
and made it look better, acted it better. Uh, it still had dumbass like, why wouldn't they just do this or that? Right. Um, but it's much better than like the Boogeyman or the Boogeyman Two. Sure. And, and and the other thousand Boogeyman. There's several movies. Uh, it was also similar to Lights Out. So okay. uh, that led us to watch uh, Lights Out again. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we watched Critters 3. Leonardo DiCaprio. Lee Retardo DiCaprio. <laughs> there he is. I knew he was in there. He was in there. This movie is dumb as shit. Yeah. I uh, gave that a four. Um, and Generous. then uh, the immersion therapy. That's it. Okay. That's what we're looking at, inmates. Speaking of immersion therapy... Immersion therapy. Dare from 2019, Jason. Uh, felt felt kind of tired to me. Took you know? me a long time to figure out why this movie was called The Dare. Well, they finally got to it. Yeah, <clears throat> you got to get past the 45 minute mark before yeah. you figure that part out. Uh, it's uh, basically another Saw knockoff. That's what I felt, anyway. How did he track these people down? Who fucking knows? He's been living in a uh, a shanty out in the woods. It's not like he's got Facebook. And don't you think, for a split second, if you were any one of these chuckleheads that are chained up in this house, that if if you're trying to figure out why me, yeah, I'm innocent, wouldn't you hearken back to the one time you left a boy abandoned with a fucking rapist murderer? Yeah. Weirdo? Yeah. Or more to the point, hey, here's my three old childhood friends. It's going to take me, what, three, four days to figure out that these are my childhood friends? Right. Come on, man. It's, then he tries to convince the guy that, oh, you were my friend. Yeah. Like, didn't they meet that one night? Yeah. And like, then, they met the one night and started fucking him over and then gave him up to the weirdo. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't call us friends. <laughs> yeah. I would call you fucking assholes yeah. that deserve to be Thanks here. Thanks a lot, pal. <laughs> Thanks a lot, chum. Uh, I like Richard Brake. Um, you know, he's usually pretty good as a psycho. Definitely typecast. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was, it's kind of a tired, it's, it's an excuse, it's a new vehicle to jump into torture mode, but it's nothing we haven't already seen. Yeah. You know? No, it seemed like a, just a tired, you know, repeat of a, a bunch of other movies. I would agree. I say you can skip the dare inmates. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Forest of Death from 2023. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about this movie except that it is streaming on Tubi. So check that shit out. We'll do the same and we can compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate Darian. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I was a bit of a mama's boy and uh, didn't have the best of luck with the ladies. Mom died, which means I'm now the king of the castle and I get to do whatever the hell I want. Why wouldn't I build a fireproof chamber in the basement? Why wouldn't I fire up the flamethrower? 
why wouldn't I lure some un- unsuspecting young ladies down there and uh, force them to have sex with me at Flame Point? Why wouldn't you have horror workout on loop? Why would I not <laughs> do that, Jason Harrell? I am, of course, don't go in the house. Uh, rapist with a flamethrower. <laughs> what else do you need? That's all I need. Uh, it's a rapist with a flamethrower. <laughs> uh, who might I be this week? Well, glad you asked, because I am trapped in an elevator with five other people, and uh, ooh, these are not the best people to be trapped in an elevator with. And uh, I don't know, man. Suddenly the lights go out, and one of them is dead. And then uh, some other shit goes down, and another one is dead. And what the fuck is happening? And now we're starting to do the math, and it turns out everybody in this elevator is a complete piece of shit. Now I'm wondering if I'm really trapped in this elevator or not. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, join us next week for Bones here in uh, Terradome Month in the padded room. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. You can also make a contribution if you'd like. Support.paddedroompodcast.com will take you directly to the Patreon link. We've got a whole incentive system and tears and all that shit that you love about giving money to podcasts you're gonna love it all you're gonna you just get in there and check it out see what you think uh other than that man you got anything else in the week that's all i got all righty for fucking raw head rex and his horse the catalina ways. wine mixer <laughs> <laughs> the fucking catalina the catalina wine, wine mixer uh people stuck in elevators um Corpses that move around when they shouldn't. Uh, horror workout videos. Do you need a plot? No. Do you need a workout? Probably not. But in 1990, you could stroke your dick to this thing. I promise you that. Wipe it on your leg, <laughs> And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye-bye. What did the sprinter eat before the race? Nothing. They fast.